Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and I want to talk to you today about the God of all comfort. Do you need any comfort today, or you just kind of tired mentally, emotionally, maybe even physically right now as uh, we just kind of get into the rush to the end of the year and we celebrated Thanksgiving recently, and of course Christmas just right around the corner, New Year's, and there's the old Christmas song, it's so popular, it's the most wonderful time of the year, and yet it can also be the most stressful time of the year. Can I get an amen on that? And yet, uh, I'm so thankful that uh, we are loved by a God, a God of comfort, and uh, I think, you know, one of the things that we all need is comfort at times. And heard the story of a little boy. Uh, he, he was a first grader, and he strutted up in front of his classmates and proclaimed, when I grow up, I'm going to be a lion tamer. I'll have lots of fierce lions, and I'll walk in the cage, and they'll roar. He paused a moment. He then looked at his classmates' faces and then added, of course, I'll have my mother with me. Uh, you know, there's nothing like the comfort of your mother. And I shared yesterday about what a blessed, blessed man I am uh, to have such an awesome mother and Lois Horn. And yet, uh, I think we all need comfort. And there's a lot of things, if we're honest, that outside of Jesus that we look for comfort. We need to look to Jesus and to God, our Heavenly Father. But um, I know that there's things in my life that I've substituted in the place of the comfort of God and Jesus. And, you know, food's one that I've talked about. Uh, not really been a struggle for about the last 10 years of my life, but it has been. And I kind of battled that. And uh, But a lot of people get into other things, too, that to looking for comfort. Sometimes it even leads to addiction, things like gambling and alcohol and pornography. And, you know, nobody intends to get into an addiction, but I think a lot of times we're just looking for comfort, for a wound in our heart, a wound in our soul. And uh, friends, I just I want to remind you today that we all have a God-sized shape hole in our hearts that only Jesus can fill. We'll say that one more time. We all have a God-sized shape heart in our a God-sized shape hole in our hearts that only He can fill. And just today, uh, maybe as I was just sharing this, you're like, you know, Greg, I- I'm guilty. Um, maybe it's not with food or drugs or alcohol or pornography. Uh, maybe it's shopping, buying things just to kind of feel that God-sized shape hole and that pain and that discomfort, that wound where you've been hurt. And um, I want you to know today, because you hurt, that God hurts. Uh, that's why he sent Jesus, and that's why Jesus had to go through a horrific death before he went to the cross, just the brutal flogging that he went through, being whipped 39 times with that cat of nine tails that had the bits of glass and rocking and just shredded his back. And historians say that most people didn't even survive that. That's why they stopped at 39 lashes because nobody definitely survived after that. But most people didn't even survive the flogging. And historians say that quite often because the flogging was so bad and where the skin was just off their backs was just shredded from the bits of piece, pieces of glass and rock on that whip that often you could even see people's intestines because the skin was just gone. And so 
Jesus knows what it's like to have pain for sure. And God is our Heavenly Father knows what it's like to see His one and only Son suffer so greatly. But He did that for a reason. So that you and I would not be separated from God. And I'm so thankful that because of all Jesus went through, when I'm going through really, really painful times in my life, I know that Jesus understands. Jesus understands. And maybe you're, the enemy's lying to you today and saying, you know what, God doesn't even care you're, how bad you're hurting. If he loved you, you wouldn't hurt like this. And Friends, he does care. That's why he sent his one only son, Jesus. We're going to celebrate the precious birth of a baby, Emmanuel. God is with us. Yet, I'm so thankful that we can still know that God loves us. And I'm thankful in the Bible, and Isaiah, that it predicted all that Jesus was going to do for us. I mean, we're so blessed how much God loved us that he sent his best, his one and only son, Jesus, to come and be with us. But I did a program several months ago. Uh, I do it every year uh, over the past three years because it so spoke to me, and I've got such great feedback on it but it talks about you know that they predicted in isaiah when jesus would come and that he would be a wonderful counselor he would be a a mighty god be a prince of peace and i don't know which one of those that you need jesus to be today do you need him to be a mighty god do you need him to be a, a wonderful counselor you need a prince of peace and an everlasting father is the fourth one. And I'm so thankful because the God of comfort that it predicted that several hundred years for Jesus came, that this is who the Messiah Jesus would be. And so whichever one of those you need today, an everlasting father, wonderful counselor, if you need wisdom, okay, if you need a mighty God, you just need some strength. Or you just need some peace. He's a prince of peace that Jesus can bring you comfort in that. Well, I love 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 9. Uh, it does a great job just reminding us that God is the God of all comfort. If you've got your Bible, you can turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 9. If you're driving or don't have access to your Bible right now or your phone app. Uh, I'm going to read it here, so open your heart and mind to hear the Word of God today from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 9. Paul writes, May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I love that. I'm sorry, I'm going to stop there in verse 2 just for a second, but as I read those words, grace and peace, so often in the Bible, Just when I say them, it brings me internally peace. Jesus said that he provides a peace that passes all understanding. When I read those words, grace and peace, so often it just does that in my heart and mind. So just saying those words, grace and peace, and maybe that's where you're at today. You know, Greg, I need some grace. I need some peace. That's why Jesus came. It goes on to say in verse 3 of 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Let's say that again. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Friends, that's what this whole program today, tomorrow, and 
possibly even Thursday, uh, just so passionate about you knowing this week. Because I know the holidays can be a really, really tough time of year for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of fun on one hand, but for a lot of people, it's a really, really painful time of year. And I want to remind you that you have a merciful Father and that God is the source of all our comfort. And He wants to comfort you today and in this holiday season. It goes on to say in verse 4 of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, God comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Even when we are weighed down with troubles, it is for your comfort and salvation. For when we ourselves are comforted, we will certainly comfort you. Then you can patiently endure the same things that we have suffered. We are confident that as you share in our sufferings, that you will also share in the comfort that God gives us. Friends, I love that in those five verses, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 7, the word comfort is mentioned nine times. Nine times. And friends, sometimes you know, I'm a little slow. I admit it. You know, I just sometimes... Uh, <laughs> Maybe because I'm not paying attention or just got a lot of things on my mind. But uh, I love, I've shared in Jeremiah 29, 11 before how God in the, that verse, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. One of the most powerful verses uh, to me in the Bible that God's got a plan for your life and my life. I mean, your one and only life today. God's got a plan just for you and one just for me. But God knew that sometimes I might not believe that or I might not be listening. <laughs> so he put the word plans in Jeremiah 29, 11. Not once, not twice, but three times. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace, your mercy, your help there in reminding me of that. And maybe you're listening today like, Greg, I needed to hear that. I need to know that God's got a plan for my one and only life. Just be careful playing that compare game, friends, because uh, that's what keeps us from following the plan that God has for our one and only life because we try to live somebody else's plan. It could be maybe one our parents had, our father or mother or siblings, you know, neighbors, best friends. The life, the, the list goes on and on of things that we try to compare to. Uh, social media, oh, my goodness, be careful there, friends. But God does have a plan for your one only life, and he wanted to make sure that you and I could know that. So he put the word plans three times in Jeremiah 29, 11. But I love in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 2 through 7, the word comfort nine times. But I also love because Paul knows that, you know, even 2,000 years ago, people were skeptical just like we are today, and especially uh, with the Internet and to Google things, all right? Um we always want to check sources, and there's a lot of good in that, but there's also, I think, sometimes a lack of trust, and especially in the medical field sometimes with people, but which is not necessarily fair just because of a few bad examples, but uh, we have an easy access to a lot of information. But I love that Paul said, you know what? I want to let you know that I know about a God of comfort. Uh, I want to let, make sure that you know I have some credentials 
Okay, I've got some credentials. He goes on to say in verses 8 and 9 in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, We think you ought to know, dear brothers and sisters, about the trouble we went through in the province of Asia. We were crushed and overwhelmed beyond our ability to endure, and we thought we would never live through it. In fact, we expected to die. But as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely on only on God. Wow, that's good stuff. Verse 9 there. In fact, we expected to die, but as a result, we stopped relying on ourselves and learned to rely only on God. You know, friends, that's one of the things that I've shared several times on Hope is Here over the past almost five years as we celebrate our fifth anniversary next week that, you know what? Um, God, when God got me to the end of myself and the flood, the bankruptcy, divorce, I realized that, you know what? I can't rely on my work ethic, my mind, uh, any of the gifts or talents that God has blessed me with. Uh, I really had to put both knees down and look up to heaven to say, God, I can't do this on my own. Without your help and your intervention in my life, I'm not going to make it. And maybe that's where you're at today. And friends, I'm glad you tuned in. Whether you're listening live on the radio or whether you uh, caught this on a podcast or uh, you listen on our program on YouTube or on Instagram, we're on Twitter. But God wants you to know that, hey, I understand where you're at and I want, I'm glad you're at the end of yourself because, you know what, that's when I can do my best work. As Paul said, for when I'm weak, he is strong. And so, friends, Jesus wants to help you today. And so maybe today you need to just put your hands up there and get down on both knees and say, God, I surrender my one and only life to you and know that he will show up because he's the God of all comfort. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Want to get in the Christmas spirit? Come visit the O Come Let Us Adore Him Nativity Displays at the Gardenside Christian Church on December 8th and 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. See over 100 nativity sets from all over the world as we prepare our hearts for the arrival of our Savior Jesus this Christmas. There will be Christmas music each night, including a special Christmas concert on Friday at 7 p.m. by Grace Time 7. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington on December 8th through the 10th.